Hey everyone, this is Three Questions with Dr. Marcus Bieland. I got music, man. That's what's up. <laughs> I got the wrong button. All right, so you actually, you were saying, so we were before we were talking, uh, Dr. Bieland has a uh, podcast, and I'm going to be on it, whether you invite, unless you disinvite me after this experience, maybe I'll get kicked <laughs> out, right? So it's called The Un Unapologetic Leadership. And you are actually just recently got uh, your, is it your doctorate? Uh, you just recently got this, correct? Yeah. So I received my doctorate back in uh, actually June of 2020. So during the, the bulk of the pandemic. Right. Uh, yeah, not, nothing else to do, right? Just, <laughs> just write a dissertation right now. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm not like trying to like deal with everything that's going on in the world. I'm like, ah, I'll just, you know, do a dissertation. So uh, <laughs> it, it, it is awesome to uh, connect with you and uh, to have you on the podcast and, and talk leadership. And so I, I've been kind of following your stuff, seeing we have some like mutual connections. I'm so glad that you're on the podcast. And then right away, we got the reciprocated. So uh, make sure that you check out the Unapologetic Leadership Podcast. It's in the link down below. But I know that you inspire a lot of people. You're, you're a principal currently in a very large school uh, in Illinois. And so when you actually look back on your career and working with the incredible teachers that you have the opportunity to work with right now, who is a teacher that you think of that inspired you and why? Uh, man, so I, I will go back to actually elementary school, Miss um, Curtis. Uh, and and she she was one I, I could name. I could name several because there were several that invested in me in so many different ways, yeah. um, <laughs> both that forced me to do things that I would never yeah. do for myself. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and and Miss Curtis was able to talk with me fifth grade, man, to get me yeah. a little bit out of the shell. Like at that point, I was halfway through elementary school, and it was like, all right, cool, a little, a little more than half. But I was, I was thinking I was the guy, right? I'm, you know, I'm still quiet, very, you know, not not super engaged, but was able to find my voice and find the things that um, meant the most to me in education and. It was a turning point for me and kind of the middle school era, if you will, um, where I started to just determine the person I wanted to be. Hmm. It sounds crazy, like in, in, right. in the fifth grade world, but it served its purpose. So uh, yeah, I appreciate like, what she's done for me. I actually think about, you know, I I think around, you know, grade seven, I really identified the person I didn't want to be. I'm like, that's like the worst person yep. ever, right? I'm like, oh boy. So it's, it, is pretty, <laughs> it is pretty rare that, you know, it is the opposite too. So uh, like it, you said, Miss Curtis. So yep. like, what, what, like, do you remember anything specific? Like, did you have like an opportunity in the classroom? Like, how did you, how did you bring you out in that space? I was, I was slick, right? Like I was, I would try to do things just like right under the radars. Like I'm not a bad, I'm a rule follower, but man, I thought I was slick just trying to do things that wouldn't really follow the rules or I talked a lot uh, with friends and like, I would get in trouble for like little stuff, but man, it was, it was just the thought of like, I have so much, so much to offer. And if I just kind of focused Right. The times in which I could talk or participate or engage with others, like if I can control that, um, yeah. I could do so much more. And I didn't think about it in that sense. And I think about it now. I remember, man, I remember what the classroom looked like, how the desk were. And all it took was a few conversations with my parents 
you know, um, at parent teacher right. conferences right. for me to really like shape up. Like that was the only thing I really got in trouble for was talking. And it really didn't blossom until fifth grade and seventh grade. You're right. I realized like, I don't know if I want to be this person. <laughs> yeah, right. So well, that's all. And Miss Curtis just gives a little, little shout out yeah. there. So, <laughs> right, right. It, it, it's actually funny because I think, you know, in your role as a principal, you probably deal with kids who are, you know, probably a little bit like that too. And mm-hmm. you have an idea. I remember actually uh, we had a student who, um, you know, was, he, he was he, like, actually when, like when you said the word slick, he was the first kid I thought, but he used his slickness for evil. Like you could see it totally. Uh, right. And I remember actually he, he could, he could like find a teacher basically find like basically whatever insecurity they had mm-hmm. and, and actually like bring them to tears. And like, he would do it with a smile on his face. Like he, it was like a really oh, weird no. thing. Right. And I'll, I'll remember this and he could just like dice you up with words. Right. And, and I said, like, we, we, like, I had lots of conversation with him and like, it was basically like, you have a gift here, the ability to read people, mm-hmm. but you have to figure out how to use this for the right thing. Because is yeah. this really how you want people walking out of here? Because I think for me, if you could harness that, just imagine if you did the opposite, if you could actually mm-hmm. read someone and actually lift them up. And he turned out to be like a, a really awesome kid. Right. And I think, um, it, it is sometimes seeing some of those things i think when you talk about miss curtis is like kind of sometimes seeing those things that you know could be gifts that could be used in the wrong way or else you know helping hardest that to, to find that you know that superpower so I, I do love that and so you're you're currently a principal in a very large school uh three thousand kids which just to give you a, a reference i grew up in a town of five thousand people so you basically have like a little town that you deal with right which is, we, which yep. is Right. So when you think of like all the, you know, as a principal, when you think of the administrators in your career, maybe when you're a kid, who is someone that inspired you and why? Um, <laughs> again, Uh-oh. I say, um, because it's such a long pause. I'm like, I go through the list, man, but, uh, it was actually, uh, Scott Adrian, Dr. Scott Adrian. He actually just received his doctor not too long ago. Uh, he was principal at Dunlap High School in Dunlap, Illinois, still is. And uh, like, that's just my guy. Like we connected. I was actually hired a month before he came um, as as an assistant principal. And (laughs) so I was working with the superintendent and, you know, then he came on board and it was, that was just a guy where I could be myself. I can learn because I needed to learn. Like as a fresh administrator, that was, it was my first, time really in public school i grew up in private right taught taught and became administrator at a charter school and this was my first experience at a private or at a public school and huh. man he gave me the the sandbox to be able to play in uh but he was able to pull me in and be like all right look don't do that one again but this is why and would like teach me lessons but it was never like you did this don't ever do this again but it was like man i'm just going to talk to you and help you figure it out and he left me to my own devices, which helped me to learn so much more about myself than I ever thought I could. And that, that's that's like a really powerful thing, right? Because I, I mm-hmm. think that as educators, we also, um, you know, administrators, we're still teaching. Teachers, we're still teaching like the adults too, right? And we're still learning through that process. And if uh, if we're in a space as educators where we expect people just to know everything right at the beginning, but we don't give them the same grace. It always kind of worries me about how we work with our students. So I like I I love that because I can think of 
I'm the same as you. Like when, when I get asked these and I think about these questions, there's a bunch of people I could point to. And a lot of times, you know, they, they, they steered me in the right direction, but they did it with grace, right? Like they didn't do it where like, I felt like crap. I think a lot of times if you can, you can kind of tell when someone, uh, says stuff to you in a way to like, you know, lessen you as opposed to like lifting you up. Right. And I, I, right. I, I love that too. And so uh, that's really powerful. So what, sorry, what was the name again? Is Dr. Dr. Scott Adrian. Dr. Scott Adrian. Yeah. There you go. Love it. All right. So last question <laughs> is, so when you look at your career, um, you know, you, you are principal uh, for several years now in, in Illinois, but you go back to your first year teaching. And, you know, as we just talked about, it's a constant learning experience. If you could go back and talk to, you know, Marcus Bieland, who's not a doctor at this point, right? If you could talk to that person, what advice would you give him in your first year of teaching? To try any and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, because as educators, what we fail to focus on are the, we, we don't look at a day as a day. We look at like, okay, we got a school year to be able to get through X, Y, and Z. But every yeah. single day is an opportunity that has, has a limit. It has a defined end to it, mm -hmm. right? For, for me as, as, uh, as a fifth and sixth grade social studies teacher, like, man, those kids are only going to be with me 520 days right. uh, before they graduate and go to high school. Mm -hmm. Right. But they're only going to be with me out of those 520 days for just 180. That's 180 opportunities that I have. And if I miss a day of right. capitalizing on an opportunity, like that's just an opportunity gone. Um, and so every day, even even being tired, like I just posted a, a, a tweet uh, just just yesterday, I think, that says like, man, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know all the educators are tired, but we can't let that be an excuse to hinder our ability right. to connect with young people and pour into them because that day that we choose to take a day off could be a, a, right. a missed opportunity that we won't ever get back. You know, the, uh, so this actually reminds me of a story and I've, sh I've shared this before when you were thinking about that, really just taking those days and thinking about precious. Uh, there is this, is actually a TikTok that I saw. I can't, I couldn't find it. It's gone in the TikTok universe and the algorithm. <laughs> But it was basically someone was talking and said, like, you know, like, how old are your parents? Right. And they're like, you know, 75. Well, how long do you think they'll live till? Well, you know, hopefully at least another 15 years. And they're like, so how many times do you think you see them a year? Right. And they're like once or twice. And they said, so think about this. You're going to see your parents maybe 30 more times in your lifetime. So when you put that in perspective, right, like, how do you look yeah. at that time? And it, it was like, it was like, Oh, that's a, that is a powerful point. Right. Cause there's a big yeah. difference between looking as like, Oh, I have 15 years off my parents. Whereas opposed to like, you know, I might see my parents 30 more times over their lifetime and really kind of, you know, that's, that's the first thing I thought about that and how wow. like every, every interact I, right. Is TikTok <laughs> like my mind blown right TikTok's now. TikTok's not just, you know, fun dances. Right. You know? Yeah. So, wow. you know, so like that, that one hit me and I, I thought about that too. So I, I love that advice because, you know, even in the tough times there, the days are precious. So yep. I love it. I, I'm pumped to talk to you more and for people to uh, get to know you a little bit more, but Hey, check out uh, below uh, unapologetic leadership. And I hopefully will still get the invite to be on one day. So um, absolutely check it out as well. But Hey, thanks everyone for listening. Have a wonderful day.
You gotta get one of these sound machines too, man. Hey, man, that's that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs>